0: would have been round seven 2020 we're coming to you from wayne jackson studios and rod carter studios my name is michael chamberlain and joining me is a man is oh, wait wait a second adam Rosenbach. is that a uh, is that a premiership medal around your neck it is. It
1: wow. is. I finally got myself a uh, Premiership medal, Michael, and it was well earned, too, by the way. So thank you for noticing. So, what, uh, what, what are, are we you playing? Sh- like
0: an uh, AFL computer game or something? Because I know there's no actual sport out there. No, no, no. At Look at
1: that. If you read that, it says 2016 AFL Premier. Wow. Thank so you very you, much. So, did you buy it uh, off a
0: player that, you know, is down on their luck or anything? Or is something given to you as a gift? Like Bebo kind of, you know, is he just handing them out now?
1: No, see, um, what happened was uh, I was um, going for a, uh, a walk, an essential walk, exercise, mm-hmm. and I was, in, I was in Middle Park. And, um, God, I need to go to the bathroom badly. And so I, I jumped the back fence of this house because it was a nice house and I thought these people, these lovely people would... Um, Be accommodating. Yeah, absolutely. And they weren't home. So I, um, as you do, I got a brick and caved <laughs> the back window in. And I went to the bathroom and then I thought, well, I might as well find out who lives here. And it turns out it was Easton Woods' house. No way. Yeah. And so I thought, I wonder what it's like to live like a, a premiership captain, sure. right? So Because he wasn't there. And so I, I ate some stuff from his fridge. I sat on his couch and then I rummaged around his uh, bedroom drawers. <laughs> And he's got, he just had in a drawer hidden away underneath uh, some socks and stuff, which I thought, you know, was for everyone to see, a Premiership medal. No way. And so I popped that on. And um, then when I was in the shower it, with the medal on, I, I heard someone out the front. So I had to do a quick uh, a dash. And so that, I forgot i forgot to put the uh, Eastern Woods medal back.
0: I figure you may be doing him a favour by the fact if he's got it hidden in a cupboard, you know. Mm. Like, well, you've got it on display. You know, you're showing the people around the around town what a I I looks
1: like. I don't have it anymore. I owed um, uh, some of our local... Um, uh, they're a motorcycle club. Okay. Um, little gang. Go for little rides. Yeah. Two at a they, time. Yeah, exactly. Two at a time, yeah. And essential rides. I owed them uh, about 100k. Really? Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they... Um, I oh, do they, they help you out with it? the
0: vitamins? Because I know a lot of those places have like pill presses and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. That's what they do. And so I owed them about hundred k, and I said, "How much would the metal shave off that?" And they said, "It'll take. We'll take. Uh, will take one metal and one
0: kneecap, and that's <laughs> and that's your. Uh, that's your payment." So I'm square. I'm square with the boys. Poor Ethan, man. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna get it back. It's a tough one, isn't it? So yeah. uh, basically what happened was he was away
1: with his yeah. partner and then yeah. someone broke into the house and stole his um, stole the 2016 Premiership medal. D- they don't have their names on them, do they?
0: I don't believe they do, no. But also, where are you yeah. going to offload that? I mean, if, you th- if they purposely took it, I think you put up the idea yesterday, maybe they, they took a kind of box or a container that did have it in it. Maybe they unknowingly took it. They just kind of thought, oh, this is where valuables are and we'll go with that. But you we can't really sell it to anyone. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. It's one of those things that you just can't move on, is it?
1: Uh, like you can't take it to a memorabilia store and go, "Oh, this is pretty cool."
0: Yeah, and it's not like a a diamond ring or something where you can, you know, break the premiership medal down into little premiership medals and get rid of it. Are they? What are they? What is a premiership medal made from? Oh, that's a good question. Question without notice too, and that's <laughs> oh, a pretty Jesus. fucking specific <laughs> fucking question without notice as well. Really, I'm not gonna know that off the top of my head. I'm sure they're not. They probably, Cold. yeah, they. I'm sure they're not that expensive.
1: Could could you melt them down and get them made into like a set of teeth? So you see a guy, every time he smiles, he's just got 2016 across the front, <laughs> of, his, front of his mouth. How
0: cool yeah. would that be? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then they also took, which is, this is actually even more low dog, they took his wife's grandfather's kind of army dog tags, I think from World War II or World War I. Yeah, and right. And I thought that was a bit rich. It's a bit rich to steal that stuff. you got a I'm lot of... You, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll give them back. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're real I'm, I'm wearing them now. That's not even my name. Uh, I remember a couple of players have lost them over the past. Like um, uh, Glenn Archer's lost the Norm Smith. That was in his daughter. She took it to show show and tell. Am I right?
1: Yeah, uh, she took it to show and tell, had it in her bag, and then, as kids do, didn't empty the bag out. And so Glenn Archer just, you know, with a couple of black bananas, just dumped everything into the bin. So not... Technically, his daughter's fault. That was Arch creating this issue himself, really. Yeah, sure, so sure. he should, he should and shirt front himself.
0: Goo had his stolen as well. He uh, had his 08 stolen. Brent Guerra. Yeah. Oh, d- did he?
1: Really? He didn't. I mean, you know, he's a mad gambler, but I wouldn't say he would have <laughs> lost it. He would have <laughs> lost it in a game of two up or anything, would he? But Not he Goo.
0: He got it back, though. He got it back. Someone found it. Like, I think a dude uh, cleaning the street. Um, found it in the gutter, and so he got it back, which is pretty lucky.
1: Yeah, right. And didn't Justin Kaczynski lost his um, uh,
0: medical records in the street, didn't Oh, that's he? right. No, no, no. It wasn't cosy. That was about four or five Hawthorne players.
1: Oh, and didn't, didn't Craig Hutchison go with that on Channel 7?
0: No, no. You're thinking about the unsavoury, very unsavoury incident with Milne. Oh yes I am I am, I am. named Cosy but that's that ah, obviously, right. we know the you know the story there uh but there was about 5 or so I think Hawthorne medical records that Yeah were they were found outside of uh, medical discovered. centre Discovered, yeah <laughs> but that actually that that set off that chain of events right so uh Dylan Howard yep. he was the reporter who did that story and by mm. by the fact essentially he was the guy in the newsroom you know so he went with it Yeah and then that week there was that week where the players refused to talk to Channel 7. Oh, and so yeah. they do press conferences. So this back in 07, they uh, they said, you know, uh, how do you feel about taking on St Kilda this week? And they'd go, oh, we're not talking to Channel 7. And so the person next to them was to go, how do you feel about taking on St <laughs> Kilda this week? Geez, that would have really thrown a spanner
1: in the works if Roaming Brian was around at that time.
0: But that also set a bit of a chain of events now, because Dylan Howard has, mm-hmm. well, he's up to his neck in everything. So he's now part of the, well, he, he's a, National Enquirer kind of company guy, who, he was part of the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, trying to, uh, when Ronan Farrow was sniffing around, Dylan Howard was kind of being hired to kind of shut him down, and kind of, yeah, it's very murky, very murky indeed. Really? Yeah, 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 no, he's like, uh, tabloidy is not even the word for it, like it's... Yeah, okay, yeah, like low-rent sort of, um,
1: you know... Um Murdoch kind of stuff, what they were doing in England.
0: Uh, I couldn't say as much, but he definitely was part of that Weinstein story. Well, I've actually got Dylan Howard's medical files here. <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to go through those, it's a,
1: it's a pretty good read.
0: Hey, uh, thanks to the people who have been listening along to our watch-alongs. Last week we had Mark Wilson, a uh, big Cats fan. We watched the 1994 Geelong North Melbourne preliminary final the last quarter. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, thanks to the people who signed up for our Patreon. Oh, you little bloody wonders, you little LBWs. Yeah. So you yeah, head to p- patreon.com slash a 4 pod is that right? You do indeed. You yeah. do indeed and jump
1: on board and uh, we're happy for whatever level of subscription you want to do, $1, $2, $5, $1 billion, whatever you want to throw at us, we are happy to take it and we are super appreciative. We, we love you guys and we love we love being here for you in a, in a time of need. Yeah. And we, we want to give back to you junk timers. Because boy, boy oh boy, have we had some uh, interesting correspondence this week,
0: haven't we, Michael? <laughs> so last week we broached the idea that Warwick Kappa mm. he put out on Twitter that he was available for virtual sportsman's nights. And we spitballed the idea that maybe we could hire him mm. and we could put on a show on a Saturday night. Get the whiz on Zoom with a bunch of other people and we yep. can hear the great man talk about how his biggest thing in the 80s with his long blonde locks. And that he loves you like a brother... Even though he's Tasmanian, <laughs> so we uh we sent out an email to him. Yeah, yeah, I've given a bit of information. You know who we are, what we do. Um, can I just say, yeah, I
1: reckon you over uh, over explained what we are and do. I, I reckon all you need to say to Wiz was, "Can you do a sportsman's night?" And he would have said, "Yes, I can."
0: I know. I actually probably yeah. I feel like I should. I had to provide a context for it, but then also, I. Don't want him to listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, please, uh, never listen to the back catalogue.
1: Okay, so, we, so got a re- we got a reply and I I love the reply and I want you to just read out this one, the, uh, read out its entirety yeah, sure, sure. in sure. one go, please. I won't interrupt. Okay, and then we'll go back. We'll analyse it. <laughs> uh, uh, no so, problem. Uh, how, how long, sorry, how long after the your email that was the reply?
0: Probably, I think I said Sunday evening, and I got it mm-hmm. about uh, noonish on the Monday. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's had a busy morning? I know. Uh, took longer than I thought, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought it'd come back pretty quick. Uh, here we go. Uh, no problem. Sounds like good show. Uh, manager been getting me gives the price, which I don't want to stay. F- those for me. If happier with that, cheers. Whiz. Pixar, Peter, Jess, Max Markson, look after me. Pick, go through me f- for your one.
1: <laughs> go through... I'll, all right, let's break it down. <laughs> Let us break it down. Okay, so, opening sentence. Uh, no problem. Sounds like good show. <laughs> it does sound like good show.
0: <laughs> Couldn't agree more. I mean, you explained it well. And even though he's never heard it, now it would be good shot. In the dude's defence, like you could have been typing on, I think it's sent on, from a phone. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Maybe, maybe sent from a phone. And so, you know, in your defence, like, you know, you're, you're pushing away on the digits and, you know, punctuation things come yep. up and, you know, that, you, know, how many time, you know, how many times do you go to write, you know, UR you are and it comes up as you are and all that kind of stuff. No, ab- absolutely. And it's not easy to type in a spa. <laughs> <laughs> uh managed to getting me, uh, okay. I'll X amount. That, yeah. Yep. Um... If happy with that, cheers, whiz. So no commas or anything there. No, what? <laughs> they get in the fucking way. He hasn't got time for commas. If he does his sportsman's eye, there will not be one comma in there. So then, Pickstar. So this company, and actually, Pav uh, co-created that company. I think it's a bit of a. I'm trying to get my head around it, but I think I think it's. Essentially, trying to get sports people gigs like this, really. Okay. Or matching them up with brands and stuff, and uh, there's probably a bit of a social media thing, you know, uh, you know, Instagram kind of, you know, here's what yeah, I yeah, right, right, chocolate bar, whatever, give me five grand. Um, Peter, Peter Jess, Max Markson. So Peter Jess, he's a long time player agent. Max Markson, mm-hmm. obviously, he's like kind of the, you know, heel high, you know, someone who can juggle and someone who's in the news. Go.
1: Yeah, he's always the the weird and wonderful kind of celebrities. Like so he would have I could imagine he would have um been manager for like Chopper.
0: Yeah, actually that's a good kind of world that he moves in, yeah. The yeah. dad of Sherry Markson, who is chief political reporter for the Daily Telegraph, I think. Yeah, right.
1: And also don't forget that the Wiz did do uh shows with Chopper and um Mark Jacko
0: Jackson. That's right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I did a show. Did you ever do one of those shows with Chopper at the Comics Lounge? In no, Northmore?
0: no, I never came across Chopper. No, and I, I, I always find Chopper's stuff a bit unsavoury. It's like... Yeah, uh,
1: I, I realised that as I was on stage with him.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so what and he's saying stuff.
1: T- yeah, well, they did like a and a Q&A thing at the Comics Lounge. Yeah. And so Chopper would be there, and it was with, I think, Chris Bennett might have been up there, and uh, Chopper's handler, who was this guy who had a complete whole face tattoo.
0: Yeah, didn't he have his entire body covered?
1: Yeah, Tony, and so you'd be <laughs> up there, and then Chopper would go on this rant, and it would be like rank wrong, and then you just sort of had to stand there and go, "Oh, that's um, that's something that uh, shouldn't be said." Yeah. But you you couldn't shut it down because you would um,
0: be probably be murdered. Yeah, sure, sure. Didn't he Good do? Times. Didn't he do tours with Chopper? Was it Chopper and Roger Rogerson? Didn't they yes. do Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah. that would have been loose. Yeah. Yeah, Roger's, uh, what, doing 25 to <laughs> life at the minute, I think. Yeah, yeah, because he got rid of that guy on the surfboard cover. There was uh, John Sylvester, the crime writer for The uh, for the Age. He says, uh, Chopper did put a lot of mayonnaise on his stories. So, you know, something you can be taken with a grain of salt. The man had no ears, man. And if you don't fucking like me saying that, Chopper, come after me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh anyway, look after me. Okay, this is my five this is my favorite bit of the mm. of the email. Okay, but go through me for your one. Yep. Okay. So capital B Love it. Capital yep. B, but full stop. Capital G. Go. Okay, through. Okay. <laughs> okay, through. Spelt. T H R U E. That's some special spelling right there. <laughs>
1: There's a man who, you know, he hasn't got time. He hasn't got time for your spelling, mate. He's thinking about what anecdotes he's going to tell to this good show podcast.
0: And also, that if you're kind of doing that on your phone, you know, spell check, you know, through would often come up T H R U. Yes. Which makes me think that the Weirds has spelled it T H R U E so many times that it comes <laughs> up naturally. Accepted like as the norm. Accepted as the norm. <laughs>
1: So, uh, junk timers, what we want to do, we're going to have to reverse engineer this because we need you guys on board before we can hire the Wiz, but we want to aim for the 23rd of May on a Saturday night, we figured everyone's going to be home, and we are going to put on tri-booking uh, 40 tickets available uh, to come and join us in a Zoom to watch the Wiz at 20 bucks a pop, and we will, uh, so that'll cover it to a certain amount, and we'll fix up the rest and if we can get that, if it happens this week, then we can book him straight away and make it for the 23rd. But we need you guys on board first because uh, we're not paying the full fucking fee.
0: Tell you that right now. I also get the feeling too that we don't want to put any money into the, the Wizards' hands before we have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. So, Michael, where would that be available? At trybooking.com? Trybooking.com. We're going to set up a link. We're going to keep it a bit on the hush. So it'll just be junk time capper. So we don't have you know seventy five million. We, we want to do it for the listeners, you know. So yeah, jun- absolutely. Jung Chung Kappa, Kappa. Type that in, and you'll be able to find a link, and you um, and we'll set up the details. And then, uh, and obviously, if it doesn't turn out, then we will just fling you back the money. Um, yeah, absolutely. we we take a little bit off the top, but we'll fling you back. Yeah, the money.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll, you'll get uh, one cent in the dollar, but <laughs> we just need uh, forty people. To join us in this Zoom on a Saturday night, what else have you got on Junk Time? But seriously, fucking get around it. It's yeah. going to be great.
0: Now you had a uh, a dicey moment this week, Adam. Oh, mate. So
1: last weekend i um, i was I was podcasting injured. I don't think many of the listeners would have picked up on that, mate. But I fucking i i barreled through with a a throat infection, and so I uh, you know as we all are at the moment we're trying to take care of ourselves i've been social distancing i've been washing my hands i got myself a pete evans bio light machine oh, lovely. really yeah it cost me four activated unicorns that thing <laughs> they're, they're not cheap i had been looking after myself i went to the doctor on the monday because i felt really shit. i had a really sore ear and jaw and she said look you've got a throat infection you don't have a fever but you've ticked a couple of the boxes you my friend need to go and get yourself a little COVID test.
0: A little COVID test, mate. So mm. just to make it sure, cut to the end. Um, Adam's going to be dead in about two days, so that's a shame. But uh, well, I can feel the blood in my lungs just like lapping at the at my tonsils. Do you? Do you have to get a referral for these things? Well, why don't we take the listeners through the process, just for people out there who may be a bit curious about you know what actually has to happen if you do want to get a test? Oh, a bit a bit COVID curious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I kind of don't really know what I'd have to do up here if I got to had to go. And well.
1: Do it. I am fairly sure you can't just rock up. You do need a doctor's, uh, I suppose, referral or just a reference from the doctor saying that you have to go. Uh, the reason I say that is because when I was there, uh, so it was a drive through in Box Hill. Uh-huh. So I, I left the, uh, the lovely surrounds of North Fitzroy and headed out to Box Hill down the Eastern Freeway. It's great to get out and see how the uh, the other half live, you know what I'm saying?
0: What kind of drive through Like Is it like a bottle that they've converted or something?
1: No, it's out the back of a um, pathology. So okay. they just happened to have a car park out the back. Gotcha. So you, you drive into that. It was about, um, I went to the doctor at 8.45 and I reckon I got to the Box Hill Pathology at about 10.30. Um, and you drive in and they kind of go, all right, wait here, turn your car off. This guy came up in a ute and then he left. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming that he just rocked up going, I want a test and they said, you need a referral. Sure. I thought it was weird that he left.
0: Are they all covered up? Like they're
1: Oh, unbelievably. So they're wearing like full hazmat, they got the, the masks on, they got the the plastic sort of welder's mask over the face, if that makes sense. And they come over, get your details and all that kind of stuff. And then you like they just go just, you know, wind your window down, obviously. You stay in the car, they get the little swab out. So what it is, it's like a like half a, a like a, a really thin long chopstick, I suppose, like a stick. Yep. And they put that in your nose and it runs parallel to the ground. So they say, just put your head on the headrest. So they put it parallel to the ground into your head about three inches, I reckon it goes. like It's like human Kaplunk. Yeah, sure. And, you can and feel how it uncomfort- uncomfortable of, is that? It doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. but you can feel it like at the back of your... Like it's in the middle of your fucking head. Yeah. You can feel it at the back of your throat, like in the middle of your sinuses, and when they take it out, so it's in there for about five to eight seconds, I reckon, they take it out, and it's like, you ever pulled a big nose hair out? Yeah, you sure. Your eyes,
0: you, you eyes it well up, and you feel like you want to sneeze? It's yeah, like sure. That. It's not the weirdest thing you put up your nose, though, is it? Oh, I'm high as right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they put, um, put one down your
1: throat as well? No, that was it. Oh, okay. That, that was that was a whole test. And then they just go, all right, you're done. And so I reckon I was there for the entire time. And because I had to wait while they did another car first, I was there for about eight minutes. And then how long before you got the results? Uh, it was from then about 48 hours. Yep, gotcha. And free, yeah. I imagine? It was free. Yeah, yeah. it's a pretty amazing process. They did it really quickly and did a great job. And they'd obviously, you know, doing that, right round the clock so mm. great job I was expecting like you know drive through a bit of a hot apple pie something would have been nice at the end of it but could you go through on a bike do you reckon could you walk excellent. through excellent question probably yeah probably yeah. gotcha because okay. it was a, it wasn't it wasn't raining like the end of the week in Melbourne was shitty weather I wonder how much that would have changed how they did it because mm. I can't imagine they can just pull the swab back out when it's pissing down with rain yeah so they sure, might have sure. To just do it all while you're in the car or something or they get in the car next to you or something. I don't
0: know how they do it, but yeah, sure. But sure. it was
1: yeah, they did a good job. And uh, now I can do anything, man. I've got the fucking green light.
0: And then it comes back. Do you get a call from your doctor saying you're negative, or do you get a little piece of paper? Or uh, no, call from the doctor. Yeah, so I ca- I don't have like a piece of paper, so I can
1: walk around going, "Hey, mate, give me the green light. I can go wherever I want."
0: Yeah, yeah. Wear it on your chest. Wear it wear yeah. it around your neck with the metal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I could do, but um, but yeah, it's good to know that I'm uh, I'm COVID free, and that I think. So that's what I reckon they're going to do in the hubs, if they have the hubs, is they'll be able to do quick tests like that for any player who might get the sniffles. They can turn it around in 48 or even less Mm. if they wanted to because they said if I was an essential worker, they could uh, turn the test around in 24 hours. And I was like, I am a comedian. I am very essential to this nation.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. Don't you? I fucking love those dudes who are like, it's just so worth it just to put a smile on the face of strangers. That's why I do it, mate. Hey, uh, you're, you're in it for the money. I know that. Hey, yeah, hubs, man, hubs. So there's a lot of talk about hubs, right? But also okay. we don't know anything about hubs either. Like no one knows where they're going to be. No one knows what the setup is going to be. But we're talk- well, been talking about hubs for about three weeks now.
1: Well, I think the worst thing that came out was they said it's going to be 20 weeks, which I think was the absolute and utter worst case scenario, which is very unlikely. And then everyone had a fucking meltdown about that. And yeah, it's sure, just, sure, It's not going to happen. I think, I reckon though, I think they said they were looking at playing, Seven rounds in four or five weeks. So they, they might be in a hub for, say, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they're allowed to go home and then, you know, they'll reconvene for the next bunch of rounds or whatever they're going to do.
0: Okay, so 20 weeks. So we've got, we've got 16 weeks to go. So that's, t- six, okay, traditional fixture, 16 weeks, then four weeks of finals. Yes, okay. yes. So, so, so Carlton players, Carlton Melbourne players... 16 weeks. Ah, you got in early. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but then if you look at that as well, that means, you know, instantly uh, there are eight teams left after that 16 weeks. So, you know, yeah. uh, half the competition, you know, 10 of the competition come back, you know, to their fa- their relieved family. Oh, my God, we've missed you so much. And, um, I have missed him. And then one by one, it's like kind of a bit of a, a knockout. Yeah. But then everyone,
1: everyone came out, like, slammed the footy players for whinging. Was it Sam Groth, the tennis player, and uh, John... John Millman had a crack at him as well like two of the greats of tennis came out and had a crack at the, our footy players yeah
0: Sam Groth said that we kind of you know and and I can understand his reasoning by the fact that you know he would be on the road what eight nine months of the year yeah well that's what John Milman I oh know uh, Dean Jones
1: said lucky they weren't cricketers. as we stayed overseas three to four months at a time without families yeah but a lot of cricketers, they had different families over there, didn't they? They
0: had families <laughs> in different countries. <laughs> exactly. Very, very <laughs> multicultural of them. <laughs> so they, uh, and then I saw Jared uh, Waitley. He's kind of been on the on the idea that these aren't going to happen, or that they're a bad idea. And he wrote a tweet. I saw this tweet the other day mm. uh, from Jared Waitley. It said, "Some of our international athletes made pillocks of themselves last night in their determination oh, to ridicule." Fuck. Pillicks, that's, that's like using the C word for Jared Waitley. I tell you what, yeah, Jared. No, he's, put he's the bottle hard. down. No late night tweeting, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, to be
1: called a pillock by Jared Waitley, that is, that is a fucking evisceration. He has gone really hard there. And so, He'd be regretting that the next day, wouldn't yeah,
0: he? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the tweet was from you about nine in the morning, but I'm sure, like, yeah. you know, once he sobered up, he would have been like, oh, jeez, oh, what have I done?
1: He would have said to his wife, he would have put down the, the Shakespeare book and just gone, I think I've gone too hard, love. I said pillar last night,
0: <laughs> Jared. I've never heard you talk like that before. <laughs> <laughs> Not in front of the children. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy said the p word. Oh, <laughs> he'd wash his own mouth out with soap. Um, yeah. I actually, I'd love to hear Jared go go off. Like just, I don't think he'd be a very sweary guy. I mean, remember I, that video that went around of Robbo in a bar calling a guy cunt. <laughs> I don't think that's happened with Jared. I'd love it if that, if
1: that got leaked or something with Jared doing that. One, I can't imagine uh, Jared being in a pub tab. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then leaving the venue and then coming back in and
0: going, <laughs> You, sir, are a pillock. <laughs> Although, actually, he'd probably be in a tab by the fact he's obviously the big horseman. So he's probably not, um, prone to a bit of betting.
1: Yeah, I just I can't imagine Jared
0: in a in a TAB. Yeah, I don't sure. know it just doesn't I know I can't he, imagine him. You know, he'd be out the front t- smoking.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine him in the beer gun at the Tankerville <laughs> on Johnson Street. Coming back in at eleven PM to watch some races in
0: Dubai, yeah, you know? Sure sure, sure, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh but just desperately kinda of trying to bet on the animated Greyhounds just to make up these losses. <laughs> uh so Mrs. Sausages came out. She's oh. lashed, she's lashed out. So Shane Mumford's Fun. wife. So mm. she has a bit to know about this because she is the sister of a British tennis player. So she should be familiar with the the ins and outs of that touring schedule. Okay. And she was also familiar with uh, <laughs> men who can eat you know twenty five <laughs> sausages at one sitting. Yeah, and do. Uh, six grams of uh, sausages as well in one <laughs> sitting. Anyway, she uh, yeah she she kind of hit back and just said you know tennis is an individual game and therefore it's a bit of a different story by the fact do you and you can also you know bring your family with you if you so desire um, yeah and you know uh, have the then have your you know husband boyfriend girlfriend wife mum sit in a fucking chair. <laughs> Fucking up to like seven times During two weeks For like four hours on end And just watch you Fucking monotonously Hit a fucking ball Back and forth
1: Uh, uh, Ah Not
0: monotonous They get
1: to laugh When there's a moth on the court Ah
0: sure sure Of course
1: Yeah But then It was all kind of undone Like everyone's saying We don't want to go in Uh, You know We want to be near our families Whatever And then Chris Fagan Just came out And went Yeah we're not being asked to go to war. It's not that bad. It's a sacrifice we can all make. And everyone just kinda of went, ah, oh, fags.
0: Yeah, yeah. We look
1: uh, like right we look like right pillocks.
0: I think it'd be it'd be two ways. So yes, you can go and do it if you want. But also I think if you go, it's not for me, you'll be able to pull out.
1: Absolutely. And I think a lot of players who are either have young children or have young child babies on the way have said it's gonna be really tough. It's gonna to be tough for our partners. And I agree with that. But Tough fucking luck. You chose to have a child during this pandemic time. It's selfish. You should always, yeah. yeah, you should always prepare that there is a pandemic on the way. Yeah, for sure.
0: I remember fam- famously Lee Matthews said he didn't want players having unprotected sex in January, I think. No. So they didn't miss finals. And I've always been on the theory that I should uh, never have unprotected sex uh, when I feel like a pandemic might be coming. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. You've always been red hot on that. I mean, Lethal was mad on that. He used to, he used to go around to players' houses with... Uh, Packs of condoms.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. And yeah, just be I'd like,
1: re- are, you "Are you feeling horny? You're feeling horny. What are you up to? What are you two up to? You look, you look fucking Lynchy, Lynchy. I do not want you and Mrs. Lynch tonight. Is not the night." And he would go around there and ruin their sexuality. He was very
0: thorough. Yeah, he'd be over there, <laughs> at, you know, at 11:30 at night on a Friday, just looking, yeah. through, just looking through the window. Yeah, knocking, knocking oysters out of people's hands, <laughs> taking, <laughs> taking photos that he just, he just catalog, <laughs> he just catalog. Back in the Spanish flu, he was big on it too, lethal. He was in uh, 1918. He's all grand. Oh, don't touch each other. You know the one thing that
1: uh, everyone's come out and said that the WA teams are going to get a fucking advantage over the Vix, yeah, yeah, and the South and the and the New South Wales teams because they're going to be allowed to train in groups of ten. And the AFL said, oh, no, no, that's not happening. Not an hour watch, you motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, Steve Hawking came out and said they still have to train in pairs, which made me think as well. If you had to train in pairs, who do you pick? Do you do that from a geographical thing, like you live near each other, or do you pick your mate? Like, is that, is that weird? Like, so-and-so picked so-and-so. Oh, why didn't they pick me? Yeah, what if you get, like, the player on the list who's a fucking butcher?
1: Like every time he kicks it, you got to fucking, goes back over your head. You're like, oh, fucking hell, mate. He hasn't hit me on the chest all day.
0: Sure, sure. I thought for a second that, like, you know, a player had taken up a job during. <laughs> He's start he <laughs> done an apprenticeship. i well, a butcher. That'd be really good. You get free meat. I mean, I know who you are. Shane Munford's going to sign up with. <laughs> but then it also made me think, what if you're not very popular? Yeah. So say there was like an type, you know, no one likes you. Well, how, ma- how many are on the list at the moment? 45? 42, I think it is.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, I was at 42. It an so. even number, is it? I think so, yeah. Okay.
0: But what if, I yeah, thought it was 45 if, with rookies. Well, fuck, I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. Oh, that. whoa. Fuck, fucking first, a what's a premiership medal made of? And then who's I many on the list? Which is actually Listen a much easier question to answer. Listen here, you pillock. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Steve Hawking came out and said they can't, they can't uh, train in groups of 10.
1: That's the absolute bullshit, though. Like, if I was a free or a West Coast player, I'd be like, you know what? Our government has said uh, we're allowed to train in groups of 10, so you guys do not fucking rule us.
0: And also, how are they going to fucking patrol that? It's fucking Steve Hawking kind of walking around ovals in WA going, wait a second, how many over there? One, yeah, and two, what if they go, three.
1: oh, no, there was uh, five groups of two.
0: Yeah, oh, we're not training together. Like, we're keeping yeah. you know 20 metres apart. We just happen to be, that guy's a really bad kick and he keeps on kicking it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I find it... Re- and how are they going to punish them? Like, if you showed up with a training group of 10, like, what are they going to do? Oh, we're going to take, you know, fucking number one draft picks points. away from you the <laughs> next <year. laughs> Like, what? Yeah, that's, yeah, this is worse. This is the darkest day in sport. <laughs>
1: they would just be sitting there flanked by... um Justin Longmuir and uh, Adam Simpson just going, we told him. Yeah, yeah. We told him, but there was uh, a group of fucking eight.
0: It's the worst thing I've done. <laughs> Trained with three people. <laughs> More medical news, Adam. Chicken Nixon. Oh, medical news. Chicken Nixon. What do you got? It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. Okay, so we got this from Liam on our And Facebook. you've seen a bit, my yeah, friend. Man. You've been around the world. I uh, tell you some stories. Actually, if you want to book me for a sportsman's night. <laughs> We got this from Liam on our Facebook page. So it's a picture of a chicken getting a injection. Okay. In the that's arms. interesting.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So.
0: so this would be from his Instagram. Right. And it says on the lettering over it: um, exclusive flu, flu vax, 4:30 to 7 pm, Thursday, upstairs, Golden Fleece Hotel, 120 Montague Street, South Melbourne. $35. You need to let me know if coming. So, hang on. He's organised flu shots. Yeah, so he's getting the shot there. So, if, yeah. you, go, if you go to a top of a, the top of a pub... <laughs> well, at least a, he's moved on from the bakery. On a Thursday night. He's going up levels, man. Uh, yeah. You go to the top of a pub and you fling chicken 35 bucks. Well, I don't know if it's him himself, but... Yeah, so well, you no, you've got to cover the cost of the vaccine, mate. It's no, chicken's taken no cream off the top of this. And you got to let him know that you're coming. So, you've got to let chicken know that you're coming to get a flu vaccination. How is he handing out vaccinations? I'm pretty certain I got one last year as well. I don't think it was thirty five bucks. I reckon it was about twenty. And also,
1: uh, I know for a fact because I, I have got one this uh, winter that there's been like a delay on them. That uh, you know, because the government came out and said during the pandemic everyone should go and get a flu shot, so they've maxed uh, them okay. out. Okay, yeah, and sure, people sure. are on waiting lists and stuff. So chicken is to some, uh, onto some hot like. These fall off the back of a truck.
0: Like, where the fuck does he come into contact with a bunch of flu vacs? It's the it's it's strangest little thing I've ever seen in my life. And if it's a money-making ploy, like, if he's taken a little bit off the top here, its I don't know if that's genius or, it's, or you've reached, like, a new low. Why can't it be both, mate? What is wrong with him being both? <laughs> if you're doing vaccinations at the top of a pub, <laughs> and I say at the top of a pub, like, I got mine done in a pharmacy by, you know, pharmacists. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can't, can't imagine the, the the Mate, fuck off, you poor you can pour a beer, you can give a fucking flu shot. <laughs> I can't imagine the Golden Fleece Hotel is the most sterile of environments to be injecting negative negatives. You've never had a, a pot and vax night.
1: <laughs> it's a fucking great <laughs> night, mate. You know, you go around. I mean, it's harder now, obviously. Now the pubs are shut, but fuck, I used to love it. You go in, you have a palmer, you have a pot, you get a vax. Yeah, sure. I didn't even
0: ask what they were vaccinating me with. I mean, I do remember when I was uh, in my younger days, I'd go to the nightclub and they'd do Toss the Boss. So, uh-huh. yeah, so yeah. you know, if you, you know call heads, you get heads, then the vaccination is yeah, yeah. free. Oh, that's not bad. I used to get uh, vaccinated with Maduri. <laughs> really? Really? Very <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. They used to give you uh, illusion shakers of flu vax. It was fucking great. I remember a great night I had down at the uh, over 28s vaccination night. <laughs> 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 they were all getting vaccinated for polio. Uh, I mean, it was, it was fun. I mean, Jerry Whateley was there in the pokies yelling and everything, but, you know, <laughs> it, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Ricky Nixon handing out flu it, vaccine. Can someone go? Can you go? Oh, yeah, you I was going to say. Can yeah, someone I know, please if go? Any joke,
1: mate, can, what's wrong with getting two? No, I'm surely sure you probably could
0: it would Double your chances of not getting it Surely Find <laughs> <Exactly. I'm> medical <laughs> ideas or anything
1: <laughs> Just go um, So just up up upstairs at the pub Yeah You
0: fucking moron Of course What You think I'm going to do it at the bakery And it also implies that You know You know You go into a pub And you're like um, Oh you know uh, you have a, Can I get a menu Or something like that Or you know I'd like, yeah. Can I help you And you're just like Oh no I'm just waiting for a mate that yeah. means he can walk into the, that hotel and just be like, mm. uh, oh, get out, mate. Yeah, just uh, just here for the vaccines. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate, just go upstairs. <laughs> stuff <Just> upstairs. <laughs> yeah, Ricky, Ricky Nixon's waiting for <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Richard. Fucking hell. <laughs>
1: he doesn't stop <start> giving. <laughs> If any junk timers out there uh, <laughs> did go to the Golden Fleece upstairs and got vaccinated by Ricky Nixon, please,
0: uh, please do let us know. Uh, TikTok, Adam. You getting into TikTok? Everyone's getting into I TikTok. Love,
1: I fucking love it. You know I'd be all over TikTok. It's how I am. Um, You're a mover and shaker.
0: I am. I am. It's but, how I, I stay cool with the kids, man. Yeah, the AFL coaches are getting involved. So now we have – how many have done that? We've got Woosher has done one. Uh, yep. Dimmer. Bucks. Rats, Goody, and Teague. So we've got a third of the coaches have now done one. That's
1: amazing. Hmm. Um, I think they asked, uh, I saw on Fox Footy, they asked John Longmure,
0: Longmire if he was going to do it, and he said absolutely not. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, Chris Fagan's trying to work out how to do one on a landline phone. Because <laughs> <So it's like laughs> he's old. He's fucking old. But uh, they're kind of fun. Have you ever, have you scrolled through TikTok? You know what? I've never been on TikTok. You should have a look. It's kinda of fun. I've been looking at it. I'm a more bit. of a I'm more of a dark webber. You know that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I only knew about it. I heard about it a few months ago, I suppose. Maybe more than that, but my niece would look at it and use yep. it. So I kinda of jumped on just to see what it was. And I was like, Oh, you're you are you're too young to be on this, you shouldn't be. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh it's basically lots of dogs. They're kinda of little short clips, they can be for like ten seconds or a minute or something. But they're kind of people showing off their dogs and then um, uh, models dancing around in bikinis. So, there's a wide range. (laughs) TikTok, you say. TikTok, (laughs) you say. Okay, I will get on board that. It's almost like those Instagram influencers have kind of crossed over. Oh great They, they needed another platform Those people Who do you think Is the most unlikely Coach to do it Two three years ago You would have said Bucks No way But now we've got Hippie dippy Bucks You know Flower power Oh Bucks. no Bucks is fun man He's yeah. fun He
1: just you know this is, this is the side of Bucks You never thought you'd see But now
0: He puts it out there man Yeah but who would be The most unlikely I, want, I mean back in the day When well, Mick Malthouse was around He would have been Fucking awesome on TikTok
1: Oh fuck That grumpy old cunt
0: yeah, did you he say he called Daniel Andrews chairman, Chairman Andrews? Yeah, I did. Yeah, cuz he, he's angry why, why that we locked up. I was like, "Fucking shut the fuck up, you old cunt." <laughs> oh, that was <hurts. laughs> <laughs> a bit harsh. But I said you're in the fucking high risk group, mate. Oh, well, uh, he's about 60 he's 67, I think. So he's not not quite quite, but I'm just disappointed he's
1: been given a voice. Fucking hell, mate!
0: He's go t- away! And he's go s- away, Mick. He's just speculating on shit that we like. If, if we have finals, we've got to have crowds. It's like fucking. Can we just fucking get through the f- next week, mate? Can we just fucking do that first? Yeah, I agree. I agree. You
1: know what? I'm looking through the um, through the, the the ladder, and I don't think that there's a coach on there who wouldn't do it. Who's? I don't think we're in a group of coaches anymore who are no fun. They're yeah. all got. They're all pretty cool. Well, I mean, even Clarko would do it just to prove that he's got a sense of humour. Well, Clarko
0: does a few goofy things, like brings out the guitar and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: and and like, you know, hearing Horse Longmore say that he wasn't going to do it, it was a bit like, oh, yeah. But I reckon if his kids
0: badgered him enough. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah.
1: But there isn't, in the coaching group anymore, there isn't that Mick Molthouse fucking grumpy prick who just bristles at everything that happens anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I think we're now in an age where... You know, like, I'll often we'll have coaches on or whatever, or players, and we talk to them, you know, what's the the worst bake you've ever got or what's the worst yeah, bake yeah. you ever gave? <laughs> yeah, these kind of category of coaches, I don't think they're really the stories that you're going to be fascinated by in, you know, 10 years' time when they come on the show. Well,
1: when I met uh, uh, Luke Beveridge last year at the front bar, I was having a chat to him about, um, you know, all things football, Michael. We talked about life. We talked about everything. And it was interesting that Bevo said after a game, I was like, oh, you know, What's it like when you give a spray or whatever? And he said he rarely gives them any more just because that's not what the players
0: need. Yeah, sure, so sure. So even
1: after a really bad loss, he'll go in there and be like ropeable, but he'll still chat through stuff rather than just give, you know, rather than humiliate and belittle someone to the point where they uh, want to kill themselves, well, which is, you know, you just go back to the old school
0: of footy. That that always worked. Players but, love that. But there's also things just in life. Like it, when you know you're fucked up, like what does... What does a spray actually help? Like, how does it make things yeah, better? No. You know? No, no, it doesn't. You fucking piece of <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I tell you who's given, who doesn't stop giving, mate. Kane Corns. It's so good that he's on the radio. He, uh, he I, think
0: we to, I think we've talked, I think we've talked to him about the last four weeks, I reckon.
1: Yeah. So he he uh, talked about a story about his brother um, and how they had the special bond being. You know, being brothers and he knew what his brother was thinking. But he was talking about a day that uh, Chad Corns, um, they were playing against Melbourne in, at the MCG. And Kane says, I remember in the pre-game warm-up, Chad and I would always have a kick with each other and have a chat.
0: Fucking hell, they're close, aren't they? Bloody hell. Can you imagine, imagine having a brother like that? Only brothers have.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he says, Chad came up to me and said he was feeling completely off. He wasn't sure what was wrong with him, but he had a weird chemical taste in his mouth and he was really struggling to breathe. So how
0: how could he understand him when he's clearly licking a battery? (laughs) Well, it's just, you know, it's brothers. Very detailed too. Very detailed. But he says, he goes
1: on and said, I said, oh, it's probably just some nerves. Run it off. The guys just said, I've got a chemical taste in my mouth and I'm struggling to breathe and you've gone, oh, fuck. (laughs) Mate. I just fucking run a couple of hundreds, a couple of hundred uh, <laughs> hundreds will fucking it goes and it goes on. He says it's a funny, funny feeling. But as a brother, when you're playing with him, you've almost got a sixth sense as to how they're tracking in the game. Certainly, you know how you're performing, but you've got a heightened awareness of your sibling.
0: Mm, mm.
1: So he's out there. He goes,
0: "I got a kick. That means Chad didn't. I'm worried about him." I listened to a pod with Chris Scott the other day, and oh yeah. And he talked a little bit about that with his brother. He said, not the, we're not you know psychic, we're not reading each other's minds, but we do have a bit of a, I know what you're thinking. Well, he goes on to say, so basically before the game, uh, Chad
1: Corns had a uh, collarbone issue. He got injected. The doctor, uh, when he did the injection,
0: went past the collarbone and punctured his lung. I found that really fascinating, too. So I think his doctor might need to go and get some lessons down <laughs> Ricky Nixon's vaccination hut. But So what do you do, the collarbone, I don't know where the lungs are or how big the needle was, but it's, I figure that's pretty difficult to... I'm no doctor, but I figure it's, if you've got to inject a shoulder and you puncture a lung, what are you playing at? But also the fact
1: that uh, he's already got an underlying issue. So when he comes to you and says, I've got a chemical taste in my mouth and I can't breathe, you don't go... Run it off <laughs> You go Alright oh, You remember that That thing where the doctor Put that fucking Dirty big needle into you Do you reckon
0: that had anything To do with anything That you're feeling right now If you don't remember though The 89 grand final When Dipper went off the ground Like at the very mm. end of the game What they yep. don't show Is that he goes through the race He goes through the rooms Then he goes out Into the car park And he just did a few laps of the car park And that's how he got <laughs> That's how he got better He just ran it out He's punctured lung <laughs> Uh, we'll wrap it up shortly, Adam. Don't forget our Patreon, also the Kappa Sportsman tonight. We'll have the link at trybooking.com. And then also, uh, if you want to rate the pod and tell a friend, tell yes, a friend. please. We've we'll got some footballers in real life from Doug. Oh, before we get to the footballers in real life, we have a rebuttal,
1: Michael, sent to me directly. Oh, okay. On Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know the uh, the name of this person because um, they just… From a uh, burner
0: email or something.
1: No, no, it's just their name isn't in the... the, Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Their their handle, as they call it. But they sent me a DM. They slid into my DMs and they said, just listening to the Round 6 pod and I'm having trouble accepting what I've just heard. (laughs) Chambo had a good old laugh after recounting Kane Corn's freezing beach story and intimated that it was all for nothing because Port didn't make the finals the following year. He then goes, this is all in capitals now. They played a fucking semi against Geelong after beating the pies in week one. Can you please relay to that silver spoon Eastern Suburbs caviar eating motherfucker that he should get his he should probably get his facts straight before having a laugh at my team's expense? It's hard enough being a port supporter that lives in fucking Coburg. Cheers.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so I think that happened in twenty twelve, I think. That Yep beach thing okay so they made finals 2013 and then made yep. the prelim 2014 yeah yeah and had that fucking workout for you <laughs> <laughs> there's your rebuttal no no thank you thank you thank you i was yeah i, I was i was do- i was doing it very quickly in my head because that must have been then that hinkley got to the port team in 13 and then they made finals the first year i was thinking maybe that they made it in the second second year oh my god yeah. uh, it's horrific junk time apology yeah Jeez, Uh,
1: you're really really letting us down lately. You've made a lot of errors. I
0: know, I know. It's the isolation, man. It's the isolation. Yeah,
1: it's driving you mad.
0: I can't talk. I I mean, I I usually have face-to-face meetings with uh, Champion Data every week. (laughs) 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 Um, What are they doing? What are Champion Data doing? Oh, fuck. They they would have laid people up, surely.
1: On... On the,
0: uh, the Superfooty website, they've got like... Should we start the, the podcast again so we can do this story at the top of the show? Because this is the most important story. <laughs> What's champion data up to? <laughs> they have an article every week saying who is the champion of like
1: round seven in Supercoach. Okay. So they'll be like, oh, in round seven in 2015, so-and-so went berserk. And oh, like, yeah. Okay, oh, gotcha. So now we're hearing about good super coaches from years ago that yeah, no well, one gives a fuck about. So
0: we're kind of fantasizing about fantasy football. <laughs> yes. We need f- real footy back. The sooner <laughs> real the better. Bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, from Doug, I've been in the hunt for new footy boats. Thought I might give Gumtree a go. Oh, that's dangerous, Dougie.
1: That is fucking, you want to get stabbed, my friend?
0: I couldn't believe my luck when I found a pair of brand new uh, size 13 Asics for sale for about 75% of the normal selling price. The sure. seller who went only by the name Mark informed me that the boots were still available and we arranged for a time to pick them up. Uh, upon getting to Mark's place, who should answer the door? But West Coast Premiership tagger Mark Hutchings. There he was go. very helpful with the sale, even checking to see where my toes reached in the boots. Fucking knows his footwear then. He, he knows. And personal, yeah. Yeah, he knows that like, if they're touching the end... They're too small, mate. Not sure if this raises other questions around where the flogging free boots is commonplace among players, but I'm happy with the deal and the story to go with it. That's, <laughs> That's actually a great quite story. Curious. I mean, can you flog off your gear? You know what? I, uh, and you've done them as well.
1: Uh, they used to have like comedy afternoons or comedy nights for the footy players to... Uh, help fund their end of season trip Because yes. these are guys Who are only earning Approximately $300,000 a yeah. year Yeah Now my understanding
0: for that I, I, You know I did do them I remember doing Hawthorne in 2014 And doing Essendon Like the week after And the difference yep. In the fucking vibe there Like Hawthorne was like Happy and excited And you know We are really into this Fucking walked into the Essendon one, it was a fucking morgue Like the players <laughs> All in one corner Like this is the like, height Of the drug shit You know yeah, They were yeah. just fucking depressed Maybe they were coming down From the drugs I suppose I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Um but uh, I again. Okay, anyway, continue your story. I was going to say, but at one of them, and I won't say which club it was, but uh,
1: after the game, they were all given like um, protein packs and protein bars and, you know, musashi, all this sort of shit. And they didn't have them after one game. They all went, don't have them, and we'll sell that as a pack. Oh, dude. And so we can, you know, put that out there, and then we can, you know, uh, put a bit, little bit more money towards the end of season trip.
0: I have a football on my shelf here that's the Hawthorne one that I got given after the uh, 2014 gig. and it's, Yes, I, I have one as well. Yeah, and it's a training ball. Like, it's been knocked around and stuff, but they are probably about yeah. 10 or 12 signatures on it. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah, there that, that was the night that we both got a photo with Ryan Showmakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and Luke Loudon said he was uh, a big fan of Skid <laughs> 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 He was actually a really nice guy. He came and saw me, Luke, in uh, in Adelaide at the Fringe, because he went to the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, sick, sick. Yeah. Um. Uh, from Brendan, uh, follow up again from last week. So we saw Neil, mm. da- Neil Danaher last week. Uh, just saw Neil Danaher again. This time he was even sporting a big freeze beanie. Does he? I uh, hope, he, p- hope he paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> <lock down laughs> uh, from Liz, uh, back when we could go outside, I would see Mick Malthouse in brackets uh. normally with Nanette, but not always. Keeping us yeah, well on our toes, then Mick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She, she, <laughs> Nanette goes, no, no, you go, Mick. Take your time. Yeah, take the long, long route, mate. Uh, out for his morning walk in the Fitzroy Gardens multiple times a week while I was walking to work. We crossed paths so often I felt like I should say hi, but decided it was safe just to not <laughs> engage in case. I also spotted golf lover Sam Newman outside a pie shop in Collingwood a couple of weeks back, clearly out for an essential activity. Well, that's interesting. He's he's Bayside. What the fuck is he doing in Collingwood? He's really pumping up that golf thing,
1: isn't he? Oh, mate, he won't let it go. Hmm. But it's also Do you like reckon they just go, oh,
0: fuck, all right, Sam, you've complained enough, out you go. No, I reckon it's kind of like, like they – because I think you can play golf in New South Wales, but you can't in Victoria. So yeah, okay. I think they um, – A, Sam, just come to New South Wales and play. And then B, I reckon they're going uh, – gee, that's really pissed them off, Sam Newman. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep that going. Yeah. Uh, from Shane, was pleasantly shocked the other day going to my local fish and chip shop at lunch – uh, it was clearly a lion's Excite machine a Ford line meeting uh super casual Charlie Cameron, rocking bare feet, black hoodie, and black shirt, although I couldn't recognize the brand alongside him was lithe Eric Hopwood, a hipwood uh mirroring their opposite styles on the field in a white shirt with gray short spot shorts. though doing more to look after his money making feel than Charlie with a feet, b- ah yeah, sure. Uh, feet than. <laughs> Fuck, I feel like the whiz now. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> they're doing more to look after his money making feet than Charlie with a pair of his best thongs.
0: The yin yang of the Lions Ford line. We couldn't stay long enough for me to report on their particular poison, but it's a quality chipper, so they have good taste. Now, clearly, I'm doing very well for myself uh, to be living close to an establishment that attracts AFL players. Thanks for asking.
1: How often do you reckon AFL... That, that's a great story, by the way, Shane. Uh, thank you for that. How often do you reckon AFL footy players would have fish and chips? Like, would that be part of, like, a carb loading kind of thing? Are these guys going rogue because, you know, they're not at the club and they can get let their skim folds go a little bit?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, there was an article during the week of Heath Shaw talking about his time in isolation. Yeah. And he, he mentioned a few fast food joints and stuff like that. He wasn't exactly kind of, um, you know... Concerned? Yeah, I don't think it was kind of too fast, but I suppose also if you're expelling a lot of energy, then you kind of can take in. You know, there's the difference, I suppose, of loading up on chips and sitting yep. sitting at a desk and not doing anything. But if you've done, yeah, you true. know, twenty k run, you can then probably afford to chuck down a minimum chips and a dimmy.
1: Oh, well, then I might go have minimum chips and a dimmy. I
0: really feel like my chips and a dimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that We are going to hit the road We are Junk Time AFL Pod At Gmail On Twitter Facebook uh, Twitter um, uh, TikTok uh, Bumble Hinge Snapchat <laughs> Yeah Snapchat uh, Go Hooks go blue.